Hey, this is Dave with Partnership for the Arts Radio. Remember to listen to our interview in stereo to get the full effect so you can listen to it the way it was meant to be. We are the Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us as we explore our worlds of art. Partnership for the Arts Radio is located at Virtual Edge 360 in Port Charlotte, Florida. So, Nanette, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm doing wonderful. I understand we're going to be discussing some... Drama, yes. <laughs> but only good drama comes from the stage, right? Yeah, only on the stage. That's right. So, some exciting interviews today, right? Yeah, Dave, I'm really excited about our upcoming interviews. We are going to be chatting with Julie Kostelik from the Loveland Center, which is an organization that works with developmentally disabled adults. Of all ages. Of all ages. They have, among other things, a theater program. Okay, Nanette, I'm liking this already. Yeah, and for the last 22 years, they have been involved in a collaboration with Venice Theatre. 22 years. Yeah, and that culminates each year in a full-length production on the stage, Loveland Players. From the Loveland Center. Yeah, and this year, the show is Las Vegas, Under the Neon Light. So we're going to be talking with Julie Kostelik from Loveland Center and then Becky Hollihan, who is the director of the show. She also wrote the show. She wrote the show, too. Yes. Wow. Yes. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give you a little background about Venice Theater because you haven't been there before since you're new to the area. Ah, awesome. You're right. Nanette, I have not been there yet, but uh, I am looking forward to going up there and meeting all these wonderful people. I'm, I'm excited, yeah. Yes, and it's really a wonderful theater. It is a huge asset to our community. They have actually two different stages. One is the main stage, which seats 430 people. Impressive. So large-scale proscenium theater. Mm -hmm. And then they also have a black box theater that seats maybe 90 people or so, which can be configured in different ways depending on what kind of production it is. Oh, okay. They do have a couple of productions during the summer. They have My Son Pinocchio and Zombie Prom. Did you say Zombie Prom? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you'll be surprised at the quality of talent that they bring. Um, they do everything from Shakespeare to musicals to dramas, and awesome. you're going to be impressed. And you also are going to be impressed with the Loveland Players production. Looking forward to seeing them. I saw their show. I was going to say, you, this is the one you went up and saw at the, the National. I did, I did. Um, every four years there's an international community theater festival that's hosted in the United States and Venice Theater has hosted it twice and they'll be hosting it again in 2018. Next year, fantastic. Next year. And in 2014, the players, the Loveland players, made their presentation as part of that festival as well. I saw the show. And what did you think? It was just so amazing. It really was the best of theater in terms of being entertaining. I mean, it just kind of hit you on every level. So I was laughing, I was crying. I was so proud of these, these actors. That's what you call good theater. Yeah. 
And so I'm really excited. We're going to sit in on a rehearsal today. Looking forward to that, yeah. Yeah. Then we're going to talk with a couple of people who are involved in making it happen. That's fantastic. Can't wait to, to see them and, and then uh, sit down and talk with Julie and Becky. Yep, me yeah. too. Okay. So let's so get going. Let's go. Go get the coffee right, Nanette. The coffee. Breakfast, remember? We, we have talked about having breakfast. More than just a quarter cup of yogurt or something. This portion of Partnership for the Arts Radio was recorded at the Venice Theater in Venice, Florida. So Dave and I are here today at Venice Theater with my coffee to talk about the upcoming production of Loveland Players, talking with Julie Kostelik, Activities Director at Loveland Center. Welcome to the show, Julie. Thank you very much. Julie, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Julie, let's start with telling our audience just a little bit about what the Loveland Center is. Okay, well, Loveland Center, which we are in the process of rebranding to be called Loveland Village, Oh, really? Okay. Encompasses our adult day training program. We also provide supported employment services. And it's, it's a program for developmentally disabled adults. Yes, uh, individuals with developmental disabilities or intellectual disabilities of all ages, although we do, we do have adults, but we have an age range of anywhere from 22 up until I think our oldest individual is in his 80s. So quite, quite an age range and uh, quite a variety of individuals that we serve. Okay, so if I asked if there was a typical student, the answer would be... <laughs> <laughs> would be um, a no with an exclamation mark. <laughs> yes, yes. You're the activities coordinator there. Yes. So what does that involve? Well, I have the fun job. I get to investigate and explore uh, a wide variety of activities for our individuals to get involved in, including trips out into the community. We try to get the students out into the community as much as possible. So right. where, where might you go? Well, for instance, we are starting to do some water exercise programs at the YMCA in Venice. Oh, okay. Um, last year, we traveled up to the Sarasota Arlington Park Pool for a similar type of thing in the summertime. We also go out to local parks and do walking for exercise. We have an action club, which is a branch of Kiwanis, and they get involved in, it's a community service project, um, or rather, community service clubs, so they do service projects throughout the community. We've gone to nursing homes and helped them with their gardens. Oh, um, wonderful. Yeah, we've that must be a great feeling for the students to, to feel like they're giving back. Exactly, yeah. and that's exactly what they say. They say, well, so, so many people do so many things for us, so now it's our turn to give back to the community. Oh, that's so great. We've done Adopt-A-Park, where we've gone to parks and picked up litter, tried to keep things clean. They do a, are really um, getting more environmentally conscious, so that's a, a right. good thing for them to do. Right. right now, we're collecting plastic bottle caps for recycling, um, understanding that there's a program where they can actually create benches yes. and garden boxes and various things out of the plastic. So we're getting our students involved in that as well. Awesome. I'll, I'll have another one for you today. Okay, <laughs> great. Dave and I are here today at Venice Theater talking with Julie Kostelik, Activities Director at Loveland Center. And Julie, one of the programs, one of the many programs you offer students is a theater study program. Yes. 
tell us a little bit about that, you know, kind of in general about how, how that works. Okay, well, it begins in the early fall, and we open up the program to any student who wants to who's interested. We began talking about the program. Students that have been involved in the program for years get to talk about what it's like. And is that geared specifically towards this Loveland Players production or is it just theater more generally? It's really geared towards the end production. It just really takes from the fall until June for that to come to fruition. It takes that long. So the students come down, they can see what the theater program is about. In the beginning, they do theater games and just meet the volunteers and the staff at the theater to see if it's something that they think they might be interested in. Then we start coming on a weekly basis and continue to get more and more involved in the beginnings of the production. They, they learn what the, the show is going to be about, and then they actually go through an audition process. An audition process? Wow. Yes. Now, what do the students do for for the auditions? Um, well, they can do pretty much anything that they feel that they have a talent in or that they are they're skilled in. A lot of them do, uh, do songs if they've been involved in singing in the past. Some of them recite poetry or lines from a, another play. Some of them dance and really are involved in music and like to dance, so they'll do like a dance number. And of course, I know this year's show going to be a big musical. Yes. Is it a musical <laughs> wow. every year? Uh, yes, actually, pretty much. I mean, it, there's always a storyline behind, you know, the, the show, but it always involves music. They do, they do enjoy singing and dancing and entertaining. So <laughs> That's great. I know. It's amazing, and the students work really, really hard. And the first show that I saw, I was, I was brought to tears. I was just so proud of oh. them. Dave and I are here today at Venice Theater talking with Julie Kostelik, Activities Director at Loveland Center. This is in the big Venice Theater, you know, the main stage, right? Yes, and it sells out pretty much every year. Wow. And that seats like 430-something people, correct? Yeah. Fantastic. I would be very nervous performing on that stage. Yes. I, I'm going to be um, a shadow for one of the students and in another scene, and I'm I'm nervous myself. So, yeah. <laughs> so what, what does that mean, being a shadow? Um, you, you're up there to help the students make sure that they get to the position on stage that they should be, and also mm -hmm. if they need lines, if they forget their lines, that you oh. can kind of whisper their lines but you really are are in the background and not their their center stage they're the ones that are in the limelight so you're just there to help if, if needed that's fantastic it really is so julie can you tell us a little more about the the loveland center what's it like sure well the students there are involved in a variety of classes that they attend throughout the day we have three class periods and they choose from anything from computer lab to health and safety academics we have an art class and a mosaics class Wow. And we also have a wellness class where they get involved in uh, learning ec different exercises and physical activities uh, for health benefits. We also have a jewelry class and we have individuals come in that teach sign language. We have people that volunteer to tutor individuals in reading. So there's quite a broad spectrum of different classes that they can take and also different social activities. So this is really an art education center that you have there yes. for the students. And life skills. And life skills, and yes. Life skills. It's, very, wow. it's very comprehensive. And how many students are there? We have just under 140 students currently. Wow. 
Um, and we also have individuals that receive services through our supported employment department and learn job skills and are placed out in the community to work. Great. That's Great. that's incredible. It's really it sounds like a really wonderful program. It is. It, it is. I'm I'm really um, proud and happy to be there. And rightfully so. I know director Becky Becky Hallahan. So Becky actually made sure that that we knew that they're going to need you in the rehearsal studio oh. because of your important role as a shadow. So we don't want to take too much more of your time. But I do want to just ask, how did you get involved in this? Oh, wow. Well, okay. Well, I was in, I've been in the field of working with people with disabilities since I was out of high school. My husband's family lives nearby, so we would come down to visit family, and we loved the area so much and getting out of the bad weather up north that we started coming down several times a year. So I said, I need to start looking at what uh, programs they have down here in my field, and I happened to find Loveland on the Internet, so I asked if I could go on a tour, and I just fell in love with it. It just has an amazing feel to it. The, the staff and the students there. It's just a wonderful place. Meant to be. Yes, and you mentioned a tour. I think that there are tours available for people who are interested in, in seeing the center. Yes, absolutely. Just uh, give us a call and we'll set you up so you can come and see, see what we're all about. So, Julie, would you like to give us any contact info for the Loveland Center? Sure. The number is 941-493-0016 and also we we have a Facebook page and we're at uh, lovelandvillage.org on, on the internet. Okay. Wonderful. Lovelandvillage.org. Well, Julie, appreciate the time. I know you've got to get ready and run off to that rehearsal. So we do appreciate coming up here and talking to us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks, so Julie. Break a leg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> This portion of Partnership for the Arts Radio was recorded at the Venice Theater in Venice, Florida. Hello, I am your host Dave Bice and sitting next to me is your co-host Nanette Christ. We are so excited to welcome Becky Hollihan to the show. Yes, Becky, thank you for taking the time to join us. Thank you. Becky is a director and writer of this year's Loveland Players production, which is called Las Vegas Under the Neon Lights. Las Vegas Under the Neon Lights. <laughs> so for our listeners, Dave and I just had the pleasure of sitting in on a rehearsal for the show. Which was a lot of fun. So much fun, so much energy. We understand, Becky, that this is not your first time at this rodeo. <laughs> It is not. I've been involved since 1998. So this is your 19th show. Correct. 19th production show. Yes. <laughs> yes. And have you written all the shows as well? I have not. But you did write this year's. I wrote this year's. I've written not quite half of the productions. Wow. And co-wrote with others. And I hear you like to act, too, I right? do. <laughs> So, yes, and you were in a couple of productions this past season. The last show I was in was called Get Out of Dodge. Okay. It was a premiere, and uh, it was a great cast done in Stage 2, the Pinkerton Theater. And that was in the Pinkerton Theater, yes. which is a great way to talk about how the collaboration between Loveland Center and Venice Theater started. That's correct. 
Vaughn Pickerton is the founder. She's a pioneer at this theater. She created Loveland, The Follies, and she's also the founder of Troop in a Trunk, which is an educational theater program that the act volunteer adult actors go to the county schools and put on a production to bring the arts into the elementary oh, schools. That's awesome. Wonderful. Hence the troop and the trunk. Yes. The traveling. It's amazing. Traveling it's amazing. So that's great. So she has the strong commitment to the art. Yes. And why Loveland? Why working with I think Pinky just had a love and a passion for the Loveland Center from the get-go. She's a local. She was a, the um, theater instructor over at Venice High School and she's one of the elders here at Venice Theater. She herself was an actress. Back in 1994, the president of the Selby Foundation came up with an idea that all the arts organizations in Venice and Sarasota wanted to do more for their community and they wanted to find a way to make partnerships. So he put out a challenge and so Pinky and Carl Penza who was the CEO at the time at Loveland partnered and put their name in the hat and got it. Wow. So the first couple of shows were sponsored, I think, by Target. And from there, it became a, a regular show, a partnership that will go on forever. Scott Pinkerton is now the sponsor, and uh, that's the Pinkerton Wells Management Group. Okay. Oh, okay. So now, just so that our listeners know, this is a full-length musical. Yes. Sets. <laughs> Costumes, props, lights, sound—it's full blown. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. The reason why it can be is due to the staff here at Venice Theater. John Anzulis is the designer. Yeah. Well, he doesn't design the sets. That's Mark and Donna. Sorry, I have. Right. (laughs) He's the lighting designer. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, John. I'm sure John will forgive you. You've had a very busy day and. Now you're dealing with us, too. (laughs) And so, Becky, you were saying uh, with John. John has a a lot to do with uh, why this is successful. He always says they have a big plate from the beginning of the season, and Loveland is the last show of the year, and for the staff here, they call it dessert. Everybody Uh. wants to make sure that Loveland shines. We get the best lighting, the best costumes, uh, the sound system is amazing. Well, and can you tell us a little bit about how you put the show together? And I understand there are auditions. Absolutely. so So what happens? The actors come over in October, every Thursday from 9.30 to 11.30. And when we start, we basically just do theater games and start teaching some stage direction. Prior to the holidays, we have auditions and they each have to come with either a song or a dance or a joke or a poem, a magic trick. And so each of them auditions. Uh, in that During that period of time, I'm creating a play and watching and seeing where I can use each of the actors to let them shine. And how large is the cast this year? 50. 50? (laughs) (laughs) There's 50 actors. 50 actors. 50 actors. (laughs) I'm just going to keep saying that. Becky, that is one enormous cast. And when you say actors, these are the students with developmental disabilities coming from the, the center 
from Loveland Center. Center. Mm -hmm. We also have a group that comes on Mondays. And these actors are people with challenges that mm -hmm. work. Oh, that are working. Okay. And can't come during the daytime. Right. So we have an extra extended group. Becky, that's fantastic. Okay, I remember this was, uh, we were talking earlier, this is the group, there's there's about 20 of them. How 20 do you integrate them. them into the show? Very <laughs> carefully. <laughs> so as I'm writing, I try to block and put pieces together. And then for some reason, magically, when we all come together, it just works, and uh, they blend. So you won't be able to tell that, oh, there's that group, or this is this right. group. They're, they're blended. Right. So now how have you seen the show evolve over you know, your almost 20-year history with it? Uh, the first show I saw, I was sitting next to Murray Chase, the artistic mm -hmm. director here with his wife, Lori. And first of all, it filled my heart. And second of all, it was a very simple set at the time. Basically, they sat on folding chairs and had a few little props, and they passed a hand mic around, and they did a poem, or they did a song, or they did a little dance. And yet, even as simple as it was at that time, Murray and I agreed that this is the best show in town. And we, it's been our quote ever since, it's the best show in town. It's just moving. It's got everything that theater does. It just moves the heart they make you laugh they make you cry it's just wonderful to see them on stage and what the audience gives to them as well so becky we were talking about the first show that you actually saw 19 years ago no. 1999 i believe was uh, the year i started so i saw 1998 so in 19 years the size of what you saw when you started and what you have now with over 50 actors correct and I saw this show to begin with, it, you knew you had to get involved in it. And over the years, you've seen it grow and, and you've been a part of that. How would you sum that up? I would sum it up like planting a seed and watching something grow. And for instance, a tree, you know, it begins to sprout and the branches come out and the blossoms and the leaves. For the actors, especially for those that have stayed with the program, and most of them stick because they really get some wonderful rewards. The growth through that seed planting has given these actors and the theater and the volunteers confidence, team effort, problem solving, creativity, and year after year it's just become more and more fertile and has become bigger and more beautiful. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. I hope that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's beautiful. Wonderful. That's beautiful. I, I love that analogy. The seed being planted for you and getting in this. All along the lines over the 19 years, the production has grown. You have more and more people coming in, volunteers working, and you've really had a large, huge support from the community, haven't you? Yes, absolutely. From everywhere, from, from the small businesses to Publix to anywhere, you will see a lot of these beautiful, special individuals who are working in the community. We uphold them and what they do for us they uphold us as well mm -hmm. you know there's just a mutual care yeah and a great benefit to not only the loveland players and the center itself but the community yes uh, as a whole yeah, yeah it's it's a wonderful thing becky it really is i mean seeing the 
the students in there and what they're able to achieve. They might not have another avenue to do that if it wasn't for the arts and what you've been doing. We often remember there was an actor, he uh, works at Sharky's actually, and he's retired from the theater, but his name is Ronnie. And Ronnie, when he, he was in one of the first shows, well, he'd get on stage, but he had to hang on to a volunteer and he was nervous and he didn't want to any much attention and it was just he was a mess and then about 10 years later he's on stage singing a solo and that shift of going from fear to love is tremendous and I think that's what is the most wonderful thing to see that someone that was like I can't do this says I want the light right give me a mic give me some light give me a costume (laughs) give me a song I'm ready right fantastic and I'm sure that's only one of so many success stories that that absolutely absolutely Uh, because i think we saw plenty of them in there in the rehearsal you did it was (laughs) nice to see this is the first performance for a number of the students yes yes and some of them are doing they're getting a solo right including the one woman who has a solo yes and she's seeming to dig it quite a bit absolutely A lot of them were digging it in yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's hard to sit in still in the chair. And I was very timid <laughs> during that one day. Well, we're <laughs> hoping that maybe we'll let the audience participate a little bit. Yeah. 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 When you start something like this and you put it all together and you see, like, the end result, and I can't wait to actually see this whole thing on stage, the, the show, I I hope I can get a ticket still. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. Hello. You're, right. exactly. You're at the theater. Come You're on out the, the box office. Can I give you a little secret about the show? Absolutely. The shows are very entertaining. And this year when I started researching where, who performs at Caesars and who performs at the Flamingo, I stumbled on a young man whose name is Matthew O'Brien, and he's a journalist, and he's written a book, and it's called Las Vegas Beneath the Neon. And I'm like, hmm. And so I clicked on YouTube, and what I discovered is that there are flood tunnels underneath Las Vegas, and the tunnels are a place for the homeless. And I decided I wanted to have a scene about Matthew discovering the tunnels and interviewing some of the people that live in the tunnels. Right, I saw that as part of the act in there where he's interviewing yes. them under there, and then they go into a chorus song. Yes, um, they, there's a, an organization called Shine a Light, and it's out in Las Vegas. It was founded by Matthew O'Brien. Oh. We talked about how we stretch and we grow. How beautiful is it that Loveland is going to teach us tolerance for people who don't have homes and a place to live. So there's a there's a strong message in this of right. awareness. Right. They're very proud of that, that we get to share that. And I've been friends with Matthew on Facebook, and he's thrilled that the awareness is coming from Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, all I, the way I understand they do a DVD of the show. We do, every year. So, well, Matthew will definitely oh, yes. have to get a copy For of that. For sure. <laughs> yeah. That's really, that's neat. Though. Oh, yeah. See, another, just another one of the great stories behind this whole thing, this whole right. production that you've been doing. Thank you. And my face actually hurts from smiling for the last two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, but looks extremely complex. <laughs> 
So you certainly would not call this year's production simple, however. There's Cirque du Soleil <laughs> at the end. Yes. There is Blue... The Blue Dude Group. The Blue Dude yes. Group. Yes. Uh, they're fun. Which are drummers. They're drummers. And Magic Axe. Yes. Magic Axe. Showgirls. Yes, Donnie Dancing. and Marie. Donnie and Marie. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> and chorus going on and dancers on the stage as well. So much fun. A Las Vegas style show, no doubt, huh? <laughs> Now, Becky, this is about how long? About a two-hour show, correct? correct? Hopefully, it'll be an hour and a half. Hour and a half, okay. Saw two hours, but we did stops and starts today. So, mm-hmm. And today was our first day to run through the entire show. Right. Oh, is that right? Today was the first one you ran all the way through the show. Wow, well, great. Thank you. Right. At the end of the rehearsal, Becky said, okay, we have a show. Right. <laughs> that was fantastic. Everybody's jumping around. You are listening to Partnership for the Arts Radio. You can find us on Facebook and on our website and listen to other episodes of our talk show at partnershipforthearts.group.org. So your involvement came after watching this simple production. Correct. (laughs) And... I crossed paths with Pinky when I first came to the theater, which was probably 25 years ago. And she was working on creating an education department. And through our friendship, I was doing some choreography with the Children's Theater, and she asked me if I would be interested in doing some choreography the following Mm -hmm. season. So that's how I began, doing choreography. Doing choreography for the show. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then I began, I was also on stage shadowing and helping the students. And from there, I transitioned into directing. Uh, Becky, I know we uh, touched on that, the shadow. I mean, there's a lot to it. Can you give us uh, some more uh, insight into that? Shadowing are the volunteers who we do our best to blend into the show. So they're characters as well, so that um, everybody has a part on stage. And the shadows are, um, I think we've got around 20 or 25 volunteers. And they step out when they're needed, and they step back. Help the actors get to their right spot. Exactly. Okay. We rehearse after the holidays. We split into groups, and the sh- shadow is assigned to learn a dance or practice learning their lines, all of the different little acts that we do. And then we just start, I do the blocking of the show. Julie told us that she was a shadow this year for the first time, and she was a little nervous about it. Do the students get nervous the nights of the show? That's a good question. Yes, of course. A lot of them get butterflies, and others are like, no, I'm not nervous. Let's go do this, you know. (laughs) So I had one of the students, Ingrid, she's new this year. She sang Love Me Tender today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And last week she said, Becky, I'm worried that I'm not going to know where to go and what I'm supposed to do. And I assured her that she doesn't have to worry. That's what the volunteers and the shadows do. They will get you when you need to go on stage, and they'll help you with your costume, and they'll show you where to egg. The, the volunteers have the hugest hearts. I just, um, there's not an, to think that they volunteer every Thursday. Well, we had talked to sweet lady sitting there next to us that has been volunteering here for 17 years. <laughs> yes. She was like, this is just what I do. We asked her, well, how did you get involved in this? And she said, I saw one of the shows and that was it. I knew what I wanted to do. Yes. 
I mean, Becky, that's quite a testimony that someone would see something like that and have such an impression of it that they they wanted to be involved in it and has done it for this long. Y'all are obviously doing something incredible here. <laughs> she loved the yes. So now tell us, what do you do about miking the actors? It depends. If, if they're strong enough, we don't add anything else necessary. But as today you saw, I, a lot of times I'll tell them to project. And if you noticed, when I say that, they do. Mm -hmm. So next week we'll be on the stage for rehearsal. And then we'll start working on projection and pushing it out. It's a big theater, 430 Yes, I don't. <laughs> I was going to mention everybody on stage and do they get nervous. Because you have an audience of over 430 people come to the Pretty show. Pretty cool. Yes, and it sells out. You better get your tickets now. Yeah. Venestage.com. Venestage.com. Absolutely. Right. For the Loveland Players. Loveland the, Players. The Loveland Players. And tell us the dates, actually. June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at 7 p.m. And June 4th, that's Sunday, at 2. So there's a matinee. Wow. Yes. Right, so there are going to be four, four different shows. And do you see as the run progresses... Does it change? Do oh, every night's home? different. Yes. 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 Yeah. Every night's different, you never just know. like all you theater. No, I we we love the concept of controlled chaos <laughs> in the rehearsal. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be uh, the Cirque du Soleil has a great scene where it's just you won't know where to look. Very lively. And Becky, speaking of that, understanding in the second act, the Cirque du Soleil. Yes, you actually are going to have silk dancing. Oh yes, one of the actors, her name is Faya, uh, has been working with Kelly Dine, who is on staff here at the theater. She's the assistant to the education department, and Kelly is a master of doing silks. And so they've been in training all year, intertwined in this beautiful silk through that beautiful song called Let Me Fall. Beautiful. It's really quite an undertaking. It's breathtaking. else going on. Yeah. <laughs> last, well, we like to stretch, you know, do find some way to stretch not only each actor, but the whole production so that as a whole, we all grow. Becky, I just think when you say stretch and, hey, you're going to be doing it with the silk, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> This portion of Partnership for the Arts Radio was recorded at the Venice Theater in Venice, Florida. Becky, you've been doing this for 19 shows. Correct. Uh, you have written several. I, half is what you said, and now you, you've taken the time and you've written this whole show. How long does it take in a production like this? From rehearsal to you go on stage in front of 430-something-plus people? Well, it can vary. I like to at least get one run-through before we go downstairs, and we got it today. But we will have technical rehearsals. They'll be coming for about five days, so they'll come at 9.30 and stay until, like, 2 o'clock. So we'll start getting a couple of run-throughs and start adding lights and sound, etc. Uh, Becky, you might have mentioned this when you started the rehearsal for this show. How long ago was that? We started rehearsing probably in March. We broke into groups and 
the shadows would memorize lines, etc. And then I started putting the show on its feet, the blocking of the show about March. So we've only had a couple of months. I had the pleasure of seeing the show in connection with the International Community Theater Festival. Really a wonderful undertaking for the community and for the community to see what these students can do. Absolutely. And giving them the opportunity to do it because what would they be doing if they weren't able to channel the energy and have the talent and find out for themselves what they can actually do? Wouldn't it be wonderful if every community had arts? That is a worthy goal. That is one of the reasons why we have the partnership for the arts radio so people can enjoy the art no matter where they're at, right? Yes. 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 Just saying. (laughs) We're very very fortunate, very blessed to have this kind of, this much art in the area. Because Becky, I got to say, watch them in there and having that much fun. They're the best cast. They are the most patient. They wait. They just wait. Yes. I mean, the, the rehearsal process, other than the Cirque du Soleil scene. Really was very disciplined. People know when their roles are, and you know they come up, and they were very respectful. I thought of everybody. You know, it was it was great. After you were all done, the one that had the birthday, JJ. Yes, JJ. JJ. And he he got up when you all started saying happy birthday, and he was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he he didn't want to be sung to, but, but you can I tell don't. it's a real family. Oh, feeling. it oh, is. Gosh. It is. They they were all uh, singing happy birthday. The one gentleman that did the solo, Mark. Mark. We got a huge kick out of that yeah. because yes. I had been introduced to Mark <laughs> when he came in. Mr. Mm. Razzle Dazzle. Mm, that's yes. right. And you told him that we, Dave and I, were going to be their audience right. for today. And then Mark got up, Becky, you asked. Where's it? Well, he wasn't facing. We rehearsed like looking at the wall ahead of us, you know, or they do, for the out audience. to the audience. But he was on a diagonal looking at the two of you. <laughs> and <laughs> I said, Where's your audience? And he said, I'm he looking at He pointed it. right to the two <laughs> of you. Right. Mark's been, I think, in every production with the exception of one one year he had some knee surgery. But he's one, he's, so. he's a pioneer. He's been around. So he's a bit of a showman. Oh, yeah. yes. He yes. Is. Yes. Yes. So Which is was, great. So that was great. Which is great. Well, Becky, we know you're very tired, probably. A little bit two hours of thinking and thinking and seeing how everything is going together. And getting it together, yeah. And we so appreciate you taking the time to talk to us and Thank opening you. the rehearsal for us. Yes, that was wonderful to come up and, and see this. I appreciate you opening the doors for us. We and always. We, we really just encourage anybody who wants a fun theater yes. outing to check out Loveland Players. Again, tell us the dates. June 1st to the 4th. Okay, and venicestage.com to get Absolutely. Tickets. Right. You're correct. That's fantastic. Becky, thank you for taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule and coming on and, and sharing this information on the arts with us because this is the partnership for the arts where we talk art. So, Becky, have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks. And Annette, you have a wonderful day, too. And Dave, you have a wonderful day, too. Oh, (laughs) I certainly will. (laughs) This portion of Partnership for the Arts Radio was recorded at the Venice Theater in Venice, Florida. 
Hi, I'm Becky Hollihan, and I want you to listen to Partnership for the Arts Radio. Yay! Thank you, Becky. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>